Hi, my name is Mula and I am the host, founder and producer of Small Talk with Mula, the podcast. This is a podcast that creates awareness surrounding self-development, self-awareness, self-care and prioritizing your inner life. I am privileged to sit with the most amazing, insightful minds in the world to have transformational conversations. Join us on the journey of awakening the giant within you. Hello guys, welcome to this episode on Small Talk with Mula. How are you guys doing? It's such a delight talking to you all. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, Small Talk with Mula talks on self-discovery, self-awareness, self-care, and anything about self because we're all about building ourselves from the inside out. So yeah, welcome, welcome. Um, the community is called the Mulan Community. So if you're just joining, welcome to the Mulan Community. We're so happy to have you. And if you want to get more content on Small Talk with Mula, you can check us on Small Talk with Mula at Instagram, Small Talk with Mula at Facebook, and Small Talk with Mula at Anchor. So welcome, guys. Welcome. So on today's episode, we shall be discussing five steps to guiding your mind. We have five very practical steps to guiding your mind. And the fifth is the best of the best. So you have to stick to the end to know what the fifth step is. Now, if you're joining for the first time, my Mulans are very, you know, conversant to the drill. But if you're joining for the first time, the first segment of the show is called the pit and the peak segment. Now, the pit is the lowest point of your week, while the peak is the highest point of your week. So um, the pit of my week would definitely be um, malaria. I was down malaria this week, and in the last week, and it's up to us this week. So, and can you imagine the small weights I've been gathering through the years? Everything gone in thin air. <laughs> it's so upsetting, but yeah, I'm beginning to love my leg myself. So yeah, that is that is definitely the pit of my week. Um, the peak of my week will be having quality conversations with my friends. I'm so blessed to have very deep-minded people in my circle. So it's always a delight talking to them. So that's definitely my peak. So yeah, we're done with the pit and peak segments. Now we can get to the five steps to guarding your mind. Now the first step is one. Drum roll. <laughs> Stay away from negative and people. I don't know how to emphasize this because we don't realize how much negativity in our space is detrimental to our growth. I don't even think I realized it till this year. Um, you really, really need to be around people that empower you, people that believe in your crazy dream, people that believe in you, people that see you and not just you know criticize you but are very very intentional to saying the good things about you in fact this year i got to realize that compliments here and there are very very important we need to you know say compliments here and there compliment our friends send your friend a message telling her she's like the bomb she is she's so dope like if you were to tell people in your circle how dope they are that way you're able to lift them up but being around people who are negative that just cripples you from the inside out and your inside life has to be as balanced as your outside life so if you 
keep being around people who keep bringing you down it's so hard to grow in that space and you know there's a common saying food for thoughts so if your food for thoughts are coming from negative people of course your thoughts are going to be negative of course your thoughts are going to you know keep pushing you down and keep making you feel bad about yourself they're obviously going to be derogatory so you have to have a company of positive people who see the best in you who believe your crazy dreams who believe you from the inside out that is very important i can't overemphasize that your circle is your circle if you haven't found your circle then you have to be very deliberate on praying to god for the circle that belongs to you last year i told god that i wanted a circle that i could look up to and a circle that could look up to me and a circle that we can help each other and i i, I would say for a fact that i'm so blessed with the circle the family i found here because we do that for ourselves and that is very very good i have seen how that has you know pushed me to you know do things for myself or even believe in how crazy my dreams are it's not crazy around the people that actually believe you it's just a dream it's like a very realistic dream so it is very important to be around positive people who see the best in you yeah guys that's number one <laughs> so number two Number two step on guarding your mind is keep yourself busy with positive, with something positive. In other words, develop healthy habits. This is very important. Um, I shared a post last some days back, and I asked my my you know the Mulan community, what do you do when you have breaks within your within your day? What do you do? Where does your mind go when you have those breaks? You know, for us, I mean, I'm currently serving and I'm teaching in a school. During break time, where does my mind go? Or where, where does my mind go when I don't have a lesson? And for you, I don't know what you're doing particularly, but, you know, pose this question to yourself and according to your routine and your schedule, where does your mind go when you have those breaks? Does it wander off to thoughts that bring you down doesn't wander off to mistakes you made in the past doesn't wander off to a breakup you're currently healing from doesn't wander off to you know some childhood traumas you're trying to heal from where does it go to it's very important to develop healthy habits because that way you can build yourself in those breaks within your day and I'm going to share with you what I do when I'm washing the dishes or when I am um, when I'm just not doing anything. Now, when I'm less busy, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I have, and I can re- and I can also refer them to you. You can listen to Jay Shetty on Purpose with Jay Shetty. You can listen to Their Future Wifey. Their Future Wifey talks about you know how you know gives you an insight on how a man thinks and how to date in the godly space um i listen to to my sisters i mean i don't listen to them so much but i think they're also very good um they're looking to building a sisterhood or or um, for those that are looking to you know building a sisterhood with their friends you know you could do the you could do the to my sister podcast and I also love the Elevation Church podcast because Elevation Church is very good. It also helps me, you know, on my godly walk. So I'm never ever t- like 
bored as much except my phone is off then i have to you know either journal or meditate like you should have like a plan for the breaks for your day if you have a break today what are you going to think about and whenever your mind wanders off call yourself to order it's an exercise my mom taught me she said whenever your mind wanders off tap yourself when you tap yourself you're back and you're aware like, okay fine i cannot go back to that thought so it is very important to develop healthy habits such that you don't think about things that will bring you down or you could listen to an audio book i mean technology is so so good i mean we have audio books now we have BAM books that supplies us like very good books we have we could listen to music there's so much that you can fill your head with other than thinking of everything that could go wrong in your life so yeah and don't forget you are what you think about so during these breaks if you're thinking about what a failure you are then you might as well be a failure but during the breaks when you're thinking of how to build yourself then you are indeed a work in progress if you're thinking of how to serve god or how to build your relationship with god then you're a jesus baby <laughs> if you're thinking of how to develop yourself or you know listen to people talk about how they move from certain stage to the next then you can choose to self-discovery and self-development so yeah that's number two guys number three number three is practice mindfulness ah this is actually like one of my faves out of all them all because there's something about mindfulness mindfulness has its roots in meditation it is the practice of detaching yourself from your thoughts and emotions it's like it's like being out of your body and looking into your body you know just being very in that zen mode i practice i, I meditate every morning because that way you know how you're meant to show up i ask myself every morning how am i going to show up for the day am i going to be happy today hmm okay I'm going to be all happy today. Am I going to be very grateful today? For some weird reason, if I tell myself, Muli, you're going to show up grateful today, I walk about just being grateful. Like, oh my God, I'm so grateful for the sun. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh my God, I'm so grateful for the breeze. It is so beautiful. So when you meditate, you become aware of your thoughts and how they're impacting your emotions and you know you observe your thoughts you figure out your triggers you ask yourself if it is helpful you label it and you avoid it now i'm going to give you four steps on how you could meditate first of all observe your thoughts during your meditation state try to just observe your thoughts now what did i think about today the, the truth is study shows that we recycle our thoughts every day so the thing you talk about yesterday you, you may probably think about it today. So during your meditation, first of all, you could say, what have I been thinking about lately? You observe the thoughts, your thoughts. Secondly, you figure out your triggers. Why do you feel this way? Do I feel like I'm not worthy because I watch romantic movies and I think, am I put it to? <laughs> you know, you figure out your triggers. When you figure out your triggers, you ask yourself, if it's helpful, are these triggers really worth feeling shitty about myself? 
you ask yourself, is this helpful? Then you label your trigger or you label the situation. You could be like the no the, the dead zone. You could be like you could label it any any however you think you could, you can. You could be like you could also label it negative thoughts and try to avoid it. Now the fourth step is avoid it. Avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. The truth is that whatever we let into our heads stick around for the longest. So if you're thinking about something over and over and over again, you definitely become that thing. I think we don't really understand the power of our minds. When you have a thought over and over and over and over again, you are living that thought. That is why sometimes when you're thinking about something, you literally feel the emotions of that thing you're feeling. Now I'm going to tell you something that's quite personal, but whenever I have, like whenever I think about my parents not being around someday, I immediately start crying. Immediately. I'm like, wait, what? And then I say, I'm never thinking about this again. They're going to stick around for the longest. They're going to watch me walk down the aisle, have children. Because whenever I think of them, I'm like, ah, no way. Like, I immediately start crying. So that goes to show that whenever you think of something, you are, you're, you live in that thought. You feel the emotions of that thought. So if your thoughts are negative, then you keep feeling those emotions. Then you have to avoid it. Figure out the trigger. What triggers that thought? And I think when I, when I thought about the trigger of, you know, thoughts like that, I realized that whenever I watched very, very, you know, when I watched movies that had to do a lot of death, I would think about stuff like that. Same time, I'm always asking, what is, what is the movie about? Did they die? Did anybody die? <laughs> I'm like, they're like, okay, yeah. I'm like, no, I'll pass. I'd rather watch something else. Because the truth is, I would not want to dwell in that thought over and over and over again. So observe your thoughts. Figure out your triggers. Ask yourself if it's helpful. Label it and avoid it. Practice mindfulness. Yeah. So number four. Practice coping with criticism. Now, Firstly, I know you're wondering, why would I have to practice coping with criticism? My dear, people are not nice. People are not nice at all. At all. Like somebody doesn't know you from Jack and they're already judging you. And they're already saying very mean things to you. So if you're someone who keeps replaying these thoughts in your head over and over and over again, of course your mood is going to be sour. Of course you're going to feel like a failure. So how you practice cope? How do you, how do you practice coping with criticism? Now I'm going to give you one tip. I feel like I have used for the longest time. Do not take advice from. Do not take criticism from someone you don't take advice from. If you know this person does not know you well, why are you dwelling on whatever this person says? Because you'd be like, if you knew me, you would not say that. Another thing is practice self awareness. When you know certain things about yourself, when people say it, it's not a shocker to you. Like let's say someone tells me that, Mule, you don't you don't always pick your calls. I'm like, I'm so sorry, I have a very phone, bad phone habit. Like I'm not going to dwell on you saying it over and over and over again. Like I'm not going to have like a negative approach towards it. Of course, I'm going to feel bad that ah, I wish I had picked this call. But I'm not going to dwell on it so much because I already know that that's just something I'm struggling with. So when you already know certain things, when people say it to you, it's not a shocker to you, and that way you can address it better. 
and then show yourself grace i mean we all flop here and there i mean we all make mistakes when people throw this criticism at you just you know try to show yourself grace i'm not perfect i made a mistake i'm sorry try not to dwell try not to dwell at all and whoever you don't take advice from you can't take criticism from that person don't don't dwell on it at all now and if someone that knows me well say something very hurtful to me of course it's going to hurt me but when you don't know me the first thing i say to myself is this person does not know me because if this person knows me or this person had like had has like an encounter with me they will not say these things they, just like just like somebody telling me now that i am very rude that is so not true i'm like the friendliest person you can meet so when these things come at you you handle it well because i mean don't introduce myself to me <laughs> so yeah so the last point which is the best point is the fifth point ask god for help the bible says that we should ask the lord to guard and direct our minds we have to be intentional on how we speak to our father god is our father and nothing is too little i used to think that god has too much to think about i mean god is there helping people you know heal from illnesses why would i want to ask him to help me with my thoughts that is so silly but i'm beginning to realize that god is for the big things and for the small things and so because god is for all these things we need to ask him even for the littlest things like god i'm thinking about this thing so much please help me stop thinking about it and it happens like magic you have to ask from your heart and just watch him do his thing whenever you ask him for help he's always there there's something stephen fortrick said he said when you ask god for help he raises his sleeves and he comes right down to your rescue because that is what he does for his baby <laughs> so yeah if you need help on how to guard your thoughts ask him for help ask him to to you know help you with your thoughts you want to have more healthy thoughts don't think low about yourself and while you are asking him get your affirmations from him if your thoughts are saying you are not worthy you're in your father's land you're worthy if your thoughts are saying that you do not deserve certain things god gave it to you of course you deserve them in fact there's something i'm going to share this last thing before i go um i remember when i had issues with my supervisor a lot then i used to literally pray before i enter his office like i'll stand at the door of his office before i walk in and one of the things and i i, I think along that period i i heard the preaching and someone was saying that when you look at certain things from the god perspective it's easier for you to approach them and then they then they say that they said that everything is god's so because it is god's own you can do with it as you please so i would walk into his office like this is my father's office please i think i this my fear or you know the, the discomfort of going to his office weared off at some point because i just started looking at it as a beg this is my father's school this is my father's office i'm going to walk in i'm going to talk to you we're going to have a good time so yeah i think when you look at it from the god perspective it's easier for you like you know your thoughts are telling you you are like the dumbest person mm -mm. god cannot create nonsense i'm not dumb do you know like because when you affirm yourself from this angle it's just better for you 
So I hope that you're able to gain so much from the episode on guarding your mind. I love you guys so much and I hope that you continue listening to Small Talk Emola. To gain more content on Small Talk with Mula, visit me on Small Talk Mula at Spotify, Small Talk Mula at Facebook, Small Talk Mula at Instagram, Small Talk Mula at Anchor. Bye, stay blessed.